podcast goes along with the God and the Pandemic message from August 23rd. In the Q&A session following the message, Hannah and Gay had the opportunity to discuss questions provided by the people both in the room and watching live online. Here's a discussion from the 9 o'clock gathering. So while we're waiting for questions to come in, maybe can you begin to speak to um, what it looks like for God to be in charge in your life? Well, that's a hard one because Mm -hmm. I always have felt I had to be in charge. The main thing is I wanted to ask you guys a question. And How many of you look at suffering as bad or you're guilty Mm -hmm. when you feel suffering? How many people really know um, how close Christ was to suffering and that he led the way through that? Because that's, those are some questions I've had to really think about and come to terms with mm. for my own life. Yeah. So can you maybe speak a little bit more about how you reconcile suffering in your life with a good God? How does, what does that look like for you? Uh, during a really difficult time, um, where I really was saying, um, <laughs> how do you figure this, God? Mm-hmm. What is this? Who are you? And uh, I opened up my Bible. I didn't always have my Bible there, but I happened to have it. And he gave me Psalms 100, verse 5. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, and yet it implanted in my heart a, a truth that I have needed and it's for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. And his um, mercies are for all generations. I needed to know that. I need to know that from the beginning to the end, he's never going to change. That no matter what happens in my life, God is good. Hmm. And his love endures. So Hmm. that's probably one of the most, uh, it, it, it planted a tree in me that, I feel like I've been tending ever since. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. We can't make those things happen. Only God can. Only God can give us what we need at the moment hmm. when we're, you know, down for the count or whatever. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting some questions. If Christ knows what it's like to suffer, why would he allow it? Wouldn't it be easier? If he had suffering, ignorance of suffering as an excuse. Well, that's a big question. Yeah. Oh, that's he a good point. Mm-hmm. He was, he oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, I guess I don't see God as a controlling God. Mm. I don't see bad things coming from God. Um, I had to get over that. I had to get over that. Can you put the mic a little closer to your mouth? You and then, what did it, what did it look like for you to overcome that? Or you said, get over it. What did that look like? I don't expect to be over it. Because mm. <laughs> I don't know what's going to come down the pike. Hmm. But, and I'll have to um, remember it again and again. It, it isn't ever a done deal. It's like a work in... Yeah, we progress. don't know, you know, what's gonna, um, what's gonna come our way, and mm-hmm. in that process is when we 
come to terms with our hearts and what we really believe. Yeah. So how does God empower his people to meet the needs of those who are not Christ followers? I feel like God's the same in, in the world, in our lives, in others' lives, whether we believe or not. God's mm -hmm. always the same. And the same presence that lives in me lives in all the ones that don't believe, that are rejecting him today. It's the same presence, and we, I depend on that for my children, my family, um, for ones that make me ache for where they're at. Mm. I depend on God's presence, and somehow I've gotten pretty simple about what I need to know, and that, that one thing is that God is present. God is always with us. Mm. That's important for me. I think that's a good reminder that the presence of God is with everyone and mm -hmm. everyone, especially right now mm -hmm. as things are so divisive and mm -hmm. uh, politicized and polarized. I think that's a really great, really and good it's, reminder. It's just, it's just really heartbreaking. So mm -hmm. I, I have to see one constant that remains and doesn't change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's one. What are some practical ways to put a towel over our arms in our community right now, in this time? <laughs> well, in the grocery <laughs> store, <laughs> you don't have to look very far to see mm -hmm. how people are suffering and uncomfortable in their skin right there. And so, I mean, all it takes is, good morning, <laughs> or huh. how you doing, or can I help you? Uh -huh. um, I was in a store the other day, and this older man who was very, who was really struggling. He had two kids that called him daddy, and I, I just couldn't quite connect the the the, the picture. Uh, he he could hardly do what he was doing, and he dropped his sunglasses. So I had to go within his space, you know, and I, I picked him up for him. And I feel like those are things I I'm not afraid. Um, of people or what they might have or what they might, you know, infect me with. I'm not afraid of that. I'm mm -hmm. being careful, but I'm not afraid. And um, mm -hmm. I just think we, we have to step out of that zone of you've got to protect yourself. This is it. You've got to protect yourself because that's not it for me. Hmm. How, so what would you say to someone that is very fearful right now? Or what, did, what encouragement would you give to someone? Get with others, talk mm. about it, you know, um, pray, believe that, that God will answer and that God will, will help you. Okay, mm. yeah. I think this will be our last one. So how do you, so sorry, I was supposed to call up the band, the band you guys can come up and get ready. <laughs> so our last one, how do you practice acknowledging God's presence? I know you spoke to getting with people a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anything else? I walk and oh, I yes. breathe the air and I look at the birds and um, play with my dog. I garden. 
and that's where my God is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, people are nice too, but where I'm most comfortable, <laughs> where I'm most comfortable with God is in, in the world, in the, in the wild uh. and natural, and um, where I watch things grow and change. And um, so. <laughs> well, we live in a great place to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, Gay. Yeah. If you have any questions or want to talk with Gay more, there's just on our website you can make a schedule an appointment with her or any of us. Thanks, Gay. We had an entirely new set of questions come in following the message at the 1030 gathering. Hi, Gay. Let's dive in. I'm wondering, I'm curious, um, what does it look like for you in your life for God to be in charge? Well, I think it shows up in my attitudes and in the way I um, perceive things that come my way. Like if um, I'm stuck in traffic, that's a simple one. But uh, if I'm irritated with That someone, doesn't sound simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a matter of waiting, being at peace in that mm -hmm. waiting. And um, I just feel like those are the small things that lead to the big things that we don't handle well. And so if we, can, mm. if we can just breathe and wait and be patient and not think that our plan's the only thing on the, on the screen, I think we'll be fine. Mm. But God in, is in charge even in all the um, upsets and misfits and breaking down any things. Um, God's in charge and, and that's an important thing for me to remember, but mm. I'm older than most of you, so <laughs> I've had more practice. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> um, let's see. What are some practical ways we can be servants to our community in this time? I, th I think for me, whenever I'm out, it's kind of uncomfortable with a mask and um, trying to navigate distance and, and, and not trying to step into people's space, but mm -hmm. to, uh, so for me, I, I speak through my mask. Good morning, how are you doing? Are you okay? I always speak to the people in the grocery stores because they're working really hard. Mm -hmm. They're working twice as hard as they have. And uh, I feel like, I don't care how many times there's always someone to look at. You, we don't get. To, you don't have to cover our eyes. We can look at them and hmm. and make them feel like they're not alone or that they're not suffering on their own either. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a hard time. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the role of others in community in our ability to deal with suffering? Well, I, I asked this question uh, at last service, and I was just wondering, maybe mm. each of you could think about how you feel about suffering. Is it a bad thing? Are you guilty when you feel suffering? Is it um, something you've got to get positive about? What is suffering to you, and how does that uh, impact your, your faith or your ability to reach beyond? Um, so I think as a community, we need to have a lot of grace for each other right now. It's beyond hard, and it, we have no guarantee it's going to get any easier anywhere soon. So I feel like we should exercise um, 
reaching out to others, being available to help where people need it, and not, not be isolates. I, I felt like in the beginning, way back in March, when they were talking about this you know, long extended isolation, I thought to myself, this isn't gonna be good for me. That's not a good fit for who I am and how I get better and how I work the best. So um, I have chosen in small ways uh, to not completely isolate and that has been an immense gift to me. I, I'm not a, I think community needs to help each other and part of that help is not being afraid of mm. each other. Mm. There was a lot in there, but one thing, how would you speak to people who are afraid right now or f fear-driven in their behaviors and actions? I think you just have to um, get out and talk to people and, not, and get away. F I have to get away from myself. When I'm really mm -hmm. afraid or if I'm upset, um, I need time to work that through, but I still need to reach beyond myself in those times because I just don't get better if when I'm like that. I don't get better by myself. Um, God's presence is always, but I kind of need, mm -hmm. need some help sometimes to talk through things. And so, yeah. I think, think fear within us grows. And if we can talk about it, it kind of oozes out and it gets better for me. I don't know how everybody else works it out, but mm. <laughs> that's how I do. Yeah, so you mentioned God's presence, which leads into this question. Um, where, maybe where are we or where are you noticing God in God's presence today? I think for me it's um, in the small things that hmm. take place. So it's a huge thing that's happening, but the small things are where I see God's presence in people and uh, breaking out of the mold of um, looking to the media for all the information. I feel like that's for me a dangerous place. It makes me upset and anxious. So I would say God's presence is in the small things that we as human beings are offering to each other. Can you speak a little bit more to how do you actually practice patience other than just doing it? I guess, how do you get good at this <laughs> other than I, life? I is it just life experience? Being forced to, to be want, patient? You have to want to be patient and not yell your head off. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, do, you know, you have to be kind of, uh, you have to think, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. So what's the other side, you know, to be patient, to be kind, to, um, I think practice, Hannah, I mean. I don't want to hear that, but okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, though. <clears throat> I, I don't, and also, I think repent quickly. <laughs> you know, repent quickly and get on to the better side. I would, I would say that. Hmm. Um, one thing that you mentioned a couple questions ago, I wanted to ask. You said get positive or get positive about the suffering. What do you mean by feeling positive about suffering? What does that look like? 
Well, for me, I, that's why I asked the question. When I suffered, I always felt guilty. There's mm -hmm. something wrong with me. I don't get it right. I'm not getting it right. And I don't believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that suffering is a curse or something that slaps me up the side of the head. I don't believe that anymore. I believe it's part of life and how I um, choose to either feel picked on or available for it. There's, there's some sides to that. And I think I had to really analyze how I felt about when I was depressed or suffering or losing and, mm -hmm. and not being able to make sense of my life. I had to come to terms with how I felt about that and what I'd learned about that that wasn't true anymore. God's changed, and um, I, don't, I don't look at God as something that does something to us. I don't look at God as um, a cursor or a blesser. I just, I see God as a presence, and that comes in all different f forms. Hmm. I, don't, I don't feel cursed or blessed. I just feel like God is present with me, and I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's stronger than others, <laughs> and I have to work through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to get there. I'm getting where I'm going, but I'm not going to get there. <laughs> um, looks like we have time for one more question. So if the band, if you want to come up um, and get ready for the last song. But I get to ask you one more question. Okay, let's try this one. How is the interesting? How has the pandemic affected the ways Christians act and react? Maybe how should we be acting and reacting? Well, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think we're any different than anyone else in that work way. Sure. I, I think we're all working out how this is making us feel and and changing our lives. I mean, it's changing our lives, and. Um, so I don't put Christians in a different category mm. as far as how we're handling it. But um, yeah. I think we're supposed to be super gracious with people right now, all mm. people. And so I think that should content, continue even after we don't have this in our lives. I think we should be gracious, kind, and forgiving to others and ourselves. Mm. And when we step out of that, just get right back in line. That's a really solid place to end. Thank you, Gay. <laughs> we ran out of time to get through all of the questions that were submitted. You can find a full list of all of these questions on Narrate's website at www.narratechurch.org under the current series section. Our desire is for these questions to be available for you so that you can continue these discussions with other people in your life. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to learn more about Narrate Church, find us at narratechurch.org or look us up on Facebook and Instagram.